Welcome to The Well Woman Show, where we interview women executives, leaders, and entrepreneurs. And you're listening to The Well Woman Show, where motivated women achieve fulfillment and well-being. You're listening to The Well Woman Show. Take time for myself by coming to things like Well Woman Drinks. To be accepting of myself no matter what. Step away from judgment as much as possible. You're listening to The Well Woman Show. Just, you're going to be in for a good ride. I don't regret anything. Everything I've ever done, I've learned from it, one way or another, good or bad. Being a little bit selfish for yourself, you know, put your own oxygen mask on first and then give what's left. I'm a woman. I would prefer to, to tell my own story. My story, though it's very personal, is universal. You're listening to The Well Woman Show. And now your host, Giovanna Rossi. Hi, Giovanna Rossi here, and welcome to another episode of The Well Woman Show, where I interview women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs about their lives and their road to becoming and being who they are today. Are you at the top of your game professionally, but feeling burned out, or finding it hard to focus on your goals, or unfulfilled personally? Or are you in transition, simply juggling so many things, you find it hard to take care of your own needs? Well, you're not alone. We all need to activate the four universal superpowers. These are the internal strengths and abilities we all already have, but don't use all the time. Superpowers can be cultivated, and they include awareness, intuition, action, and acceptance. Toward the end of the show, in a segment called Superpowers for Success, I ask my guest about her superpowers, and the answers will give you the strength, perspective, and power to live a well-woman life. I'm so happy you're here, so thanks for tuning in. This episode of The Well Woman Show is brought to you by Collective Action Strategies, supporting organizations that support women and families, and by Well Woman Life Movement Challenge Quiz, your resource for living your best life. If you're in burnout or major transition, this is your time to figure out what's holding you back from making the changes you need to make in order to live your fullest, most joyful life. The cause of all of our challenges, personal or professional, can actually be rooted in the lack of internal superpowers and or external supports. Our Well Woman Life Framework tells you which stage of the Well Woman Life Cycle you're in and what to do about it so you can truly live your best life. You can find out more at wellwomanlife.com slash quiz. Have you reached some of your goals, but it's not sustainable, or you know there's more for you, and you're wondering what's next? Wondering how you can make the impact you know you really want to? Do you need help developing your leadership capacity? If you want more intense support to articulate and accomplish your goals, you may benefit from the Superpower Mentoring Program. I don't often offer this. I actually usually work with large organizations um, in a, a larger capacity, but I am opening up a small mentoring group, one-on-one um, a small group of women that will work with me directly and you'll have each other for accountability and support as well. Uh, So it's something we're trying at Well Woman Life because we've heard from you that you want more support. You're ready to take that next step. And so uh, we're trying this out. You can go to wellwomanlife.com slash work with Giovanna. And I am going to share with you the framework that I developed based on my both academic and practical background in policy and systems change. Um, and I developed this framework the, called the uh, Well Woman Life Cycle Framework um, to really help women identify their challenges and 
where they are in the well woman life cycle so that we can then figure out what you need to do next. Um, and depending on where you are in the well woman life cycle, there are different things that you should be focusing on. So you might be focused on the wrong thing or at the wrong time. And, um, you know, those kinds of, uh, supports can really launch you into your next level of your best life. So um, if you're interested in that, we are going to be starting that in May. If you're listening to this in May 2018, um, go to wellwomanlife.com slash work with Giovanna, G-I-O-V-A-N-N-A. And the dates are there. We're going to do um, monthly webinars with the group um, and with me presenting. And if you can't make all of the dates, it's okay, because we're going to do replay of the webinars. Uh, but it also includes one-on-one mentoring with me. So if you have um, a big goal that you want to reach, or you're in a major transition, uh, or, or totally burned out in your professional life or your personal life, um, this work can, can really, really help you. So um, I'm excited to hear from you. Go to wellwomanlife.com slash work with Giovanna if you think it might be right for you. Okay, let's get on with the show. I'm so thankful for support from Natural Awakenings Magazine in New Mexico, a monthly green healthy lifestyle publication, and for support from High Desert Yoga, promoting optimum physical health, clarity of mind, and spiritual inspiration for all. I'm so excited about this episode. It was very cool. We had Facebook here um, in my hometown where I live uh, to do a community boost. And um, they came in basically and uh, brought their whole team and lots of educational workshops for the business community. And I was able to sit down with the head of education um, and training for Facebook um, with Amy Brooks. And we had a conversation and uh, I think you'll really get a lot out of this. Today's topic is how to give great feedback to people you're working with. And hopefully by the end of the show, you'll be inspired to flip the feedback conversation to see it as an opportunity instead of an obstacle. So on the show today, as I said, is Amy Brooks. And um, it's so interesting because when I sit down with these women leaders, to start the interview, I don't necessarily know where the conversation is going to head. And um, in this conversation, we really ended up talking a lot about leadership and uh, what, you know, qualities she looks for in a leader and how she gives feedback as a leader and a manager. And I thought that was a great topic because that is super challenging. And she offers um, her tips. And then we also offer a a free giveaway this week, which you can download at wellwomanlife.com slash 116 show. And it helps uh, break down the SBI feedback framework, uh, which is situation behavior impact. And um, I think you'll find it very useful if you're a leader, if you uh, manage people, and even if you just want, you know, better communication skills for um, anybody, really. So, Amy Brooks is living her best life at Facebook, leading the business education team, which enables people and businesses to grow, learn, and better leverage its family of apps and services through the Blueprint program and help centers. 
Outside of work, Amy enjoys travel, wine, and shenanigans. And I could tell that when I met her. She just looked like she was a lot of fun and um, would definitely get up to uh, some shenanigans if she could. So um, that's kind of where we're headed with this conversation uh, today. So I think you'll really enjoy it. And um, I want to let you know that you can continue the conversation with us in the Well Woman Life community group at wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook. And um, also, this topic really dovetails nicely with our Well Woman Life framework, which tells you which stage of the Well Woman Life cycle you're in and what to do about it so you can truly live your best life. You can find out more and take the quick two-question quiz at wellwomanlife.com slash quiz. And um, the feedback I've gotten from this has been so amazingly uh, intense, really, because people, um, you know, find out that they're in a stage that they really didn't know, or, or, or it confirms where they are, and gives them some tools for moving through that. And so there are four stages in the well woman life cycle. And I talk about that in the uh, in the when you go to that link, wellwomanlife.com slash quiz. And um, for those of you who find that you're in burnout, um, which is uh, actually the uh, responsive stage, or if you're in transition, which is the active stage, um, you really might be interested in the mentoring program that I'm opening up this month. So you can go to wellwomanlife.com slash work with Giovanna to find out more about that. And um, it's a small group. Uh, it's one-on-one mentorship, but there is a small group component to it. And I'm not taking on a huge amount of women into this. Um, so if you're interested, you you should go and check that out right away. Um, and it is... Uh, it's really transformational. And so if you are thinking to yourself, I really want to see a shift in my life. Um, you know, you're at the top of your game and like kicking ass, but you're totally burning yourself out or you're needing to switch directions or focus on your personal life instead of your professional life or the other way around. Um, and you need some support for that. This is a great program for that because we identify right away what your unique superpowers are and how to really focus in and focus those superpowers in so that you can create massive, massive shifts quickly and some of the tools that I help you with, you know, to do that. So um, definitely check that out if you are, if you're up for it, um, check it out. I kind of explain it like this. We slow, we're on a fast moving train, right? We're high achieving women. We're doing a lot. Um, but we slow the train down just slow enough for you to jump on with us. And then we keep going and we take you with us on this journey. That's amazing. And we do awesome things. Um, so if you're up for that, check it out at wellwomanlife.com slash work with Giovanna. And now to my interview with Amy Brooks. I'm speaking with Amy Brooks here at the Community Boost, Facebook Community Boost in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Welcome to the program, Amy. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm super excited to sit down with you because I have experienced this um, event the last couple of days, and it's really rather impressive and um, overwhelming how much work was put into 
uh, Facebook coming here and putting on all these workshops. Um, can you talk about what your involvement was and why it was important to do this? You bet. So my team is a team called Facebook Blueprint, and what we do is create learning for exactly the people that this event targets for small businesses. So for instance, we have 80 online courses available now. Um, and then we created some of the content for this actual event. So it was, uh, my team is very passionate about em enabling small businesses. And so it was an easy ask for my team to get them involved in this. They were very keen to create the content and look at what the needs were of this community and build some content to address that. Mm. Okay. And you announced an exciting partnership with the local community here. Um, yesterday. Can you talk about that? You bet. So um, right now the announcement's been made. We're looking to target the fall semester of this year. And what we're looking to do is take some of the content, and some of it will be some of the content that was presented here, and other, or other digital skills laddering up to enable people toward a certificate program. And so again, that'll be launching in the fall. And so that's a certificate program in digital marketing. Correct. At the local community college, Central New Mexico Community College. That's correct. Um, and that I understand that's the first kind of partnership or collaboration with a community college. Is that right? It is. And I can't tell you how much as a native New Mexican and that being one of our first partnerships, how cool I think that is. I'm really excited about it. That's awesome. Okay. So you're a native New Mexican. Where are you, where are you from? I grew up in Belen, just south of Albuquerque. Oh my gosh. Very close to the new Facebook um, data center. Indeed it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So are, are your relatives like down there working on it? Uh, they, they ask real nice, but no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So what are you doing as you know at Facebook and as head of partner training and certification? What are you doing to improve the lives of women specifically? Like, how are women being impacted by your work? Ah, I love that question. Um, so through the the training that we've created, we make sure that we are creating it in a space that enables women. Um, we, the the content is better because of the diversity that we include in our analysis and development of that content and who we create it for. And then conversely, on my team as a leader, I'm very cognizant of having diversity and gender equity on the team. It's something I'm very passionate about. And so having um, younger women join the team and mentoring them is something that I really, really enjoy. And so you talked about the idea that including women actually improves the process and the product. Can you talk more about that? It's, it's Including women and any other group Im improves it. If we get too um, myopic in any one direction, the content only serves that audience. And so we want to make sure that we're servicing all of those audiences. And so what is your, what's the demographic sort of breakdown of the folks that you work with, like the Facebook users and business owners in terms of men and women? Do you I, you know, I gotta be honest, I don't have those exact demographics on that. I do know that we target both um, men and women equally with the businesses and that the businesses we engage with, the women-owned businesses, um, the feedback that we've gotten from them has been ex exceedingly well-received with that audience. And why, how did you come to, to do this? Like, what is your background to, to become, you know, head of partner training at Facebook? So I, um, got in, I got my degree in speech language pathology. So it was a little bit of a stretch to get here. Um, a large part of that, though, was partnering with learning institutions. And um, around Y2K, there was uh, not enough people training in the software space. And so I made the jump into that. And then through training and certification in software, um, I moved to Facebook. And they had a need 
to create an externally facing training program. And so I was lucky enough to be the one to head that up. And so it went from speech language pathology to working with software to getting to Facebook. And now I get to work with small businesses, which I grew up in small business. So this delights me to get to come full circle in this way. Hmm. And so for listeners who might be wondering, like, how, how, you know, how you how you did that, how you navigated that, um, what were what was sort of the turning point in terms of actually getting into Facebook and, and taking on that job? This may sound a little weird, but I never thought I couldn't. Uh, I just always assumed that I could. And so when I applied for the job, I, I just I had a really optimistic um, outlook for that. And I got to say, Facebook as a company is you know very conscious of the diversity and folks that they handle. And um, I just felt like it was mine to have. Where do you think that confidence came from? Huh. You know, I think... When I reflect back on it, like growing up in a small town and having that sense of community, and I always felt like there was a lot of people that had my back. And so I've always felt very empowered in that space. And so, um, uh, you know, it's gotten me into trouble. <laughs> sometimes sometimes you, th- you can get a little overconfident in that space. But mostly it's been empowering. I just always thought I could. And how many people do you have on your team? Like how many people do you have to manage? Well, right around 100. Oh, wow. Okay. And what is your leadership or management style? Like, how, how have you developed that? Um, I listen a lot. Um, there's a lot of really smart people on my team, and I'd be super foolish not to capitalize on all of the different styles, backgrounds, and expertise that's on that team. And so each one of them, with each challenge that we face, brings something different. And I love cultivating those the folks that sometimes don't have that sense of community and that sense of confidence and and highlighting how much they have to offer and letting them shine. Mm. Um, okay, so we're going to move into a segment called Superpowers for Success. Oh, okay. And we're going to talk about your superpowers as a leader. And the first question is, what does success in life mean for you? So, so it's actually, we've talked about it a lot already. So I want to have success to me is having a team that feels empowered to succeed. Um, ideally, I should be able to walk away and they can go on without me because I've all, I've set them up for success. So like professionally, that's how I feel successful. And then being involved in events like Facebook Community Boost and then taking that and rolling it externally and creating the content that we create to empower businesses, um, women-owned businesses to, to grow and, and get, and to get stronger. That just that just feels so good. And what about in the non-work areas of your life? What what is success in that area? It it it's a lot of things. I think in that space, sometimes it's just getting a good night's sleep. That's a big win. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, you know that sense of empowerment and 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 helping other people, that always was what makes me feel good. So any volunteer work I do, or even just talking to, you know, having a good conversation with a friend um, and making them feel a little better, that to me is a win. Mm. And when did you know you were really good at what you do? When did I know I was really good at what I did? Um, I've done a lot of different things. So there's been a lot of little micro wins in that space, but, um, if somebody comes to me and asks me for advice, I feel like I'm doing something right. Mm. Yeah. So that's a, kind of an external validation, mm-hmm. right? Because it's someone coming to you mm-hmm. saying that they need you for something. Was Is there anything internal? I mean, you spoke a little bit earlier about that confidence that you had 
you know, that that's your internal, what well, I call internal it, superpower. It don't, I don't want to give the impression that I have that superpower all the time. And, you know, I have like everybody else, I have moments of doubt. Um, but it's being able to, to reflect back on that. And sometimes I make a superpower stance to remind myself that it's in there. Um, and some of the, the internal stuff, I'll go back to getting a good night's sleep. I just, you know, anytime I can do that, that's a superpower and a win. Oh, that totally is. <laughs> sleep is so underrated right? and so important. Um, can you describe, speaking of personal habits here, can you describe a habit that contributes to your well-being? Oh my goodness, we're going to talk about sleep again. Um, 10 p.m. is bedtime. I travel a lot, and no matter where I am at 10 p.m., it's time to brush your teeth and go to bed just keeps me on a good regular pattern and uh, I feel so much better the next day despite all the the things that might be enticing me to do other things. <laughs> yeah, right. And what if you're traveling late? Like, do you try to get your airplane schedule That's, to arrive earlier and stuff? Uh, I wish I had that luxury. Airplanes do not bow to my, my whims and needs. I find <laughs> I have to go when they go. Um, but one thing I do is on airplanes, I used to try to work a lot and I was like, okay, I'm on a 10 hour flight. Think of all the work I could get done. Um, and I flipped that a little bit because it's, it's, a, I'm on that airplane for 10 hours and I've, gave that time back to myself. That's my me time. I'll be honest with you, I've watched the first half of a lot of movies because my me time often becomes my sleep time then. <laughs> right. So I don't know how a lot of movies end, but I know how a lot of them started. <laughs> <laughs> you can make up your own ending, right? Right. In your dreams. Um, and Amy, what superpower did you discover you had only to realize that it was there all the time? I have to give feedback a lot in my role. And um, I think a lot of people think getting hard feedback is the worst, but sometimes it's it's challenging giving it. And um, what I've always strived to do is present the feedback as an opportunity. It's not an obstacle, it's an opportunity. And I felt very much like I, like that was hard and I was struggling. And I was saying when somebody you know comes to me for mentorship, somebody asked me how I do that. They said, you're so good at giving this feedback. How do you do that? And I kind of gasped and closed my pearls. And I was like, oh, my God, am I good at this? That's amazing. Um, thank goodness, because it's something I really, really want to be good at. And so um, I can I can mentor people and guide them from seeing obstacles and flipping that into seeing opportunity. Mm. And without making them feel bad and defensive. Ideally. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. That's, that's always an added bonus. Right. Um, so what is your strategy there? Like how, how do you, how do you do that? Do you have a look? So oh, what I typically do is ask them how they, what they see as the challenge. And then as we speak through that, start talking about what they can do. I'm, you know, as, as a leader, a lot of times I'm in a place where I, I'm a, I remove roadblocks but I want to empower them. I want them to figure out how they can remove those roadblocks themselves. And once they have that moment of realization that it was in, that was their superpower all along, mm -hmm. that feels really good as a leader to, to get them to that space. Yeah. That's so important to not <clears throat> swoop in and save the day all the time, right? Mm -hmm. As the leader, but to actually empower them it to, is. to figure it out. Sometimes, I mean, I want to, I want to go in and be the hero for my team and make everything okay, but that's not going to make them a strong team. And to be a strong leader, I have to make a strong team. And so sometimes I have to step back and, and just watch them be the amazing team that they are. Yeah. And so speaking of leadership, what are the most in, uh, important qualities in a leader? Do you think? Empathy. Um, don't, nobody was born in the role that they're in now, most of us worked our way up and remember what it was like to be in that space where you maybe didn't feel empowered and there were all those frustrations. Mm. So always listen to your team. 
Because if, if you spend the time hiring the good team, which I feel strongly is one of the most important things you can do, recruiting and hiring and building a strong team, that's where you should spend so much time and effort um, and then trust that team that you built. Yeah. And so speaking of interviews, when you're hiring, uh, are you in a lot of like all of those hiring interviews? Or I've been, I feel like I've been in every one, probably not all, but most. Yes, yeah. very much. I, I want to be a very big uh, contrib- contributor in building the team. And do you have like a, a question that you can share that you ask in an interview that really gives you insight? I do. Um, it's my favorite question to ask. And I wait till the very end of the interview. And before I ask this question, I let them ask any questions at all so they've had a little bit of time. Um, and then at the end, I ask, what's the one thing you want me to know about you? And it's super interesting, some of the responses I get, because some people automatically flip to this very business-like mode, like, I'm an overachiever, and I will work all the hours, and this kind of thing. And then some people will say things like, I'm a mother, and it's really important to me to have time with my children, or um, hiking and my yoga are important. And so I can see kind of what's important to that person and what drives them and what motivates them. And so that if we do take them on as an employee, then I know what they need to care and curate to make them feel good and be a, a more so they can bring their whole self to work. Mm, yeah. How important is it for Facebook to meet the needs of their employees like that, like, you know, with employees juggling multiple things like being a mom and we talk about that a lot internally at facebook and um of the places that i've worked i think they're one of the most successful Uh, we have a lot of flexibility in when and how we work and bringing our whole selves to work every little bit of you gets to come to work the mother partner daughter all those bits get to be there and all the things about you and so it brings a lot of openness to the folks it builds a strong team and i i really truly feel it makes people do the best work that they can do. Yeah. It's so interesting, isn't it, how that's changed over the few, uh, over the last it's couple of decades? It's been fascinating to watch. Because um, yeah. it used to be, I, you know, when I started my career, I was one of the only women in the room. And now I'm one of many women. And, bef- you know, I think most women of my generation remember the time where you kind of, you kept a lot of that in the closet as a side dish because it was viewed as a weakness or something that you might have to tend to that'll take away from your focus. And now it's so awesome that women are able to bring them whole, their whole selves to work. And they're like, you know what? I've got a ballet recital I need to go to, a baseball game, and everybody's okay with it because everybody's like on the same page with right. that. We need to mind all those things to be your best self. Do you actually have like childcare on site and that kind of thing? Or That is not something that I'm aware of that it's provided at any of the offices. I just wondered, because that's one of the things that people are talking about, but you, you probably provide other things like flexible scheduling and... Exactly. Um, paid time off? For... Paid time off for, like, maternity, maternity or, or medical... A, oh, yeah, I'm very generous in all uh-huh. those. Facebook is well-known. If you look at Glassdoor, those types of rating systems, Facebook typically does very well in those categories. Okay, Amy, what advice would you give your younger self, say, 25 years old? When I was 25, if I could go back and say, Amy, you're 25-year-old, relax. It's going to be okay. All the things you worried about at 25 and how things were going to work out weren't as big a deal as I thought they were. Um, the things we're talking about now are the bigger deal. Like taking care of your whole self. Get the sleep, for crying out loud. Get the sleep. Um, that's the good stuff. But do you think you would have listened? Absolutely not. <laughs> 100% no. <laughs> I was very committed to my career and doing like all the opposite of that. I know. It's like it's almost like we have to go through that. Yes. Uh, Age is wasted on the young. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, well, I would have told myself that, but uh-huh. I wouldn't have listened. Uh-huh. Um, do you identify as a feminist? I do, but no. And let me tell you why, how I explain that. I just assume that women have an equal seat at the table. 
Um, that's because that's the right thing to do. Like, why wouldn't it be that way? I am very seldom these days disappointed, which is delightful. Cause like, as we were talking about, it was quite the opposite, but I'm very conscious now if I do see any inequities happening to call those out in the moment, because sometimes those biases are unintentional and people don't even know they're doing it until you make them aware. And that helps just elevate the, everybody in the room. Yeah. I mean, that's the internalized part of it all, right? Right. right. It's, it's the whole, like, oh, I didn't realize, mm-hmm. but, but. But allow me to help you realize. Yes. Let me, let me point that <laughs> out to you. Put a big fat mirror in front of your face. So how do you do that? Like, how, can you give an example of when you've had to call someone out? Yeah. So it was, um, we, it was a review cycle and we were talking about someone and it was a male manager talking about a female employee and used a term that was very gender specific. And I was, and I called out to him. I was like, "Would you have called a, a man by that same title?" And he looked at me and blinked, and he said, "Of course not." And I was like, "Well, then, is that an appropriate title?" And he said, "Of course not." Blink, blink. And he's like, "Oh, I just did bias, didn't I?" I'm like, "Yeah, you did." So let's not do that again. And yeah. I never heard him do it again. So he, so you helped him point it it out, but then he actually acknowledged it yes. instead of Yeah, and I think that's important yeah. that he acknowledged it. If um, you can't just call it out and just hope for the best, it's right. got to be a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the way you just described your own version of feminism is actually how I define feminism, which is to support, uh, to, to work for, you know, economic, social, and political equality for women. I just think sometimes people don't identify with the word. Is that maybe where you were coming from? No, it's more that I'm, I'm, I, it's not front of mind because I assume yeah. It's a real thing all the time. And so sometimes I have to get reminded to get my feminism on. Um, but I think that's a great thing because it used to be, you know, 20 years ago when I was in the workforce, it was front of mind. I was always conscious of the things that were being said and, and sadly didn't feel like I could say anything. Mm-hmm. And now I feel very empowered to call it out in the moment. Yeah. It's like normalizing it. Exactly. So, so it, it's so normal that mm-hmm. you don't, you don't feel like you have to. It's a delightful flip that feminism is normalized rather than being the exception now. I love that. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank goodness. We waited long <laughs> enough, didn't we? <laughs> um, we still have a lot of work to do. But, oh, indeed. But we're getting there. Yeah. So um, I I just want to ask you one last thing, which is, um, what are you reading right now? Or what, what do you do you'd like to, to decompress? Uh, I'm not actively reading, but I do actively binge watch. And right now, Lost in Space has a reboot. Oh, I'm yeah. really into because it reminds me. I watched it as a child, and now seeing it with much better special effects is is my jam. Um, so I'm really enjoying the reboot of Lost in Space. <laughs> I love it. Well, Amy Brooks, thank you so much for being on the program today. It was a delight. Thank you for having me. That's it for our show today. Remember, if you need support to live your well woman life, head over to wellwomanlife.com/slash/facebook to join us. Our monthly live event, Well Women Drinks, brings women together to share our successes and challenges as women, leaders, moms, aunts, sisters, and all the other roles we carry. If you'd like to attend a Well Woman Drinks near you, or if there isn't one in your city yet and you'd like to start one, email info at wellwomanlife.com. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment and subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. This helps raise visibility, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you were listening today, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Well Woman Life. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week.